Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Um, I'm very excited for uh, today's episode. We've got a uh, fantastic uh, guest lined up. Man, it's been a great week. It's been a great week of um, just really cool guests and uh, shows and whatnot, and it just continues on today. Uh, very, very cool. I'm super excited. Uh, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our uh, our guest today. She's a fantastic singer-songwriter, um, all the way from Toronto, Canada, Miss um, Allegra, Allegra, I'm sorry, uh, Jordan. Allegra, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Um, man, so yeah, so very, very cool. How, no, are you guys... Um, first question I want to ask, because I know Canada was was real right here, right now, as they should have been uh, with the pandemic. Um, are you guys opened up again, or is it slowly happening? Um, two days ago, we went into phase two of reopening. So we're very slowly reopening. I think we'll probably be in phase three in the next few weeks, which is a lot more indoor stuff open right now mainly outdoor things that are open but yeah we're very slowly getting back to normal but it's it's really nice these um the past couple weeks like being able to uh do a little bit more than we've been able to in the last like six months or so no that's cool that is cool i am glad uh to hear it um you know well now you can always go to the cn tower if you wanted to and and walk around um a hundred stories up or whatever it is uh up above everybody. No, that's good. You know, I think these guys are just, you know, in general, Canada, you're doing it the way we should have done it here, in my opinion. And I know people are going to send me all kinds of emails, but it's the smart way to do it. You know, they don't have half a million dead. And there's a reason for that. Anyhow, (laughs) I hope um, all your people are good. Um, You know, got, got through okay and everything. Yeah, we're all good over here, so thankful for that. Good, 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 good. So you were in, we were talking a little bit off mic before the show started. Um, Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. Um, Tell us a little bit about your journey, though, because, um, number one, I love your track, Numb. We're going to play that in a little bit. But um, you uh, you went to school in Boston. We were talking a little bit about that off mic. Um, were you, you know, you were interested in music, obviously, before that. How did you, how did all this come about? When did you start getting a, an interest in music? Well, I've, I've really been doing music pretty much my whole life. I started taking piano lessons very young age um, and was doing a lot of, you know, camp plays, like school plays kind of um, things, just very small performances. And I just really liked being on stage and being able to perform and when I was about 
10 years old, I had uh, just a really good performance that people really, really seemed to enjoy. And a lot of people were coming up to me and, you know, asking me if, if like that was something that I wanted to do. And I hadn't really thought about it being like a long-term career goal or anything until that point. And then um, sort of around that time, I was like, yeah, this is something that I want to do. And, you know, I started taking vocal coaching. I started writing my own music, started getting into the studio within a few years, doing a lot more performances. And since then, that's what I've been doing. And I went to I went to Berkeley for the five week program, and ended mm. up going for mm. um, yeah for college as well, um, which I'm there now. Well, I'm in Toronto doing online there now, but right. yeah. And I then moving home during the pandemic, I um, started working on this EP that I've been doing right now, and Numb is on that. So yeah, I'm glad you like it. Well, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. And I'm going to tell uh, the audience here something. Um, I also went to school in Boston. And, um, you know, the cool, one of the cool things about Boston that I love, that I love, 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 um, is there's a ton of universities there. There's a ton of colleges. And it really, for so many people, it, it's meeting, especially people that maybe not, don't come from a, a cosmopolitan, a big, big urban city or, or whatnot, um, it's the first time to really be exposed to a lot of different cultures and classes and, and what have you, and you just meet all kinds of people. The thing that stinks on that is you make friends with people and then they, you know, go home to Brazil or someplace, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> half a year later. <laughs> but it is cool while, while it's happening. Now, the people I knew, now this was a million years ago, I'm an old man now, Allegra, but the people I knew that went to Berkeley – um, I was going to, you know, I went to undergraduate school and then graduate school and, um, you know, but it was all art based. That's what I do for a living. I'm a painter by trade and I, uh, you know, paint pictures of people, but so we were a little bit more, uh, you know, non, non-studious, I guess is the term, um, as opposed to my friends that went to Berkeley, they were pretty serious because, you know, you had to know your stuff. You couldn't just walk in off the street and go, okay, I'm going to Berkeley now. Um, so it's, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to say is Allegra obviously knew, had her chops, you know, she knew what she was doing. And, um, you know, it's interesting to me because the, the subject matter of your, your uh, track, Numb, yeah, that was probably, you were probably singing it about a bunch of the art students uh, that I would have known, <laughs> um, you know. Uh, and that's great because in the end you were right. <laughs> we wasted a lot of time uh, going to parties mm. and whatnot. Uh, oh man, I'm telling you, if if only I knew now or then what I know now, you know, one of those type deals. Um, that's cool. Then you, I'm sure, loved Boston. How did I mean? I don't know. Toronto is pretty cool. Um, was it was it that much of a culture change though? Were you Boston uh, compared to Toronto? Uh, well, well, in Toronto, I was. I'm not right in the city. I'm a lot more. In, I've grown up more in the suburbs of Toronto, so mm. I feel like it was a little bit of a change just going from suburbs into a city. And obviously, Toronto is a much bigger city than Boston. But I had never really lived right in the city and like right in the action, being able to walk around places and you know just get out of my house and walk five minutes to a museum or to a 
um, right. to a library or a coffee shop or to a concert venue. It's never really been the environment that I have lived in until being at Berkeley. So it was a little bit of a change in terms of that. That's cool. That is cool. Well, I'm glad you got to experience it and still are. Um, you know, when the world settles down, it, it will um, obviously a lot of things will be changed for the better. I think it, it needs to happen. Um, but at the same time, um, I, I think, you know, will you be able to continue virtually or are you going to have to go back, do you think? Well, I sort of made the decision um, to continue virtually. Um, just mm-hmm. because I, yeah, so moving to Boston was a very interesting experience for me because, you know, especially Berkeley is a very creative environment. And while I feel like that sort of an environment should have been inspiring me to want to make more, I think the, I've kind of come to the conclusion over the past, you know, year of the pandemic and being back at home that it really pushed me to create less. And it was, taking up a lot of my time and I was very busy and I wasn't focusing on, you know, mental health and a lot of other things that I feel like I should have been and like social life even, which are like things that you need to be able to have content to write about. And I feel like for me, it was very school music, school music. And it wasn't like I couldn't write songs about writing songs and I couldn't write songs about being in school. I needed, you know, a social life where I needed (laughs) to be able to analyze my mental health and deal with things to be able to actually have things to write about and coming back. And you're also surrounded by so many creative people that it's, really hard to focus on yourself and what you're creating because people are just around you talking about their own music and you're constantly comparing yourself and trying to please other people. And that was something that I think I fell into a lot being there and moving home has been really good for me in terms of my music because I've come home, started working with, you know, started working with a new producer that I get along great with and we work together so well And, you know, we've made this whole EP now and, you know, we're just making more and more and more. And it just feels, it doesn't feel right to go back and be back in that space of just school and music and not even being able to do the music here that I'm really enjoying doing. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online, 
on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a nonprofit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rocks Gear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. I hear you. And that's very wise. Yeah. Very wise and, and very smart. It happens, folks. It happens. I, you know, when I was a kid, like I said, this is a million years ago, I was. I grew up in Metro Detroit, lived all over uh, Metro Detroit and whatnot, and um, I was kind of the art guy. I, I, I mean, you know, all of my friends said, oh, yeah, that's, you know, he paints and blah, blah, blah. I hadn't yet gone to art school, and um, and I was doing stuff, and it was very unstructured. Um, you know, I, I didn't know, uh, you know, you don't know what you, you know, what you don't know, you know, and um, I went to school kind of, you know, with my head up in the air a little bit, and... Um, Man, suddenly I was around 10,000 other people that were the art guys and gals of their particular towns that they had come from. Yeah. And a lot of them were better. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, everybody's on different paths, you know, and they had different skill levels and whatnot. And um, just no different things. Uh, a lot of the little tricks and, and what have you. And, yeah, it, it was – there were some uh, very – uh, depressing times for me, um, 
looking back, you know, I was like, oh, man. And you're right, a lot of time was wasted worrying about that. Uh, and uh, then an older, an older uh, upperclassman had told me, she, had, she said, you need to focus on, just learn what you have to learn and then get the hell out of here, you know, um, and, and go do it. Best advice I ever exactly. had. Uh, and it sounds like that's where you're at now. You know that you're you you yeah. figured that out, and uh, that's smart. That's cool. I'm telling you, Allegra. I know people mm-hmm. 45 exactly. years old that, that haven't figured that out. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I hope they do. Uh, but that's cool. That is cool. So tell us about your producer and whatnot. Did you meet him at school, or did you know him from the scene? And um, how did this relationship happen? This partnership. No. Um, yeah. Well, first of all, his name is Chris Gray. He's actually from Toronto, not um, not mm-hmm. Boston. So he never didn't doesn't go to Berkeley. Um, he's a Toronto producer, and we actually met through we actually met years ago through a mutual friend who's also a uh, musician, and you know he was producing for her. She was someone that I had done performances with in the past. And they had done, um, or she had, they had had a release party together for a project that they were working on a few years back. And I was there, and mm. so I had met him there. I had really just seen him a few times at, you know, I met him at concerts, met him at like shows and stuff like that and events, but never really with someone that I like worked with. And I guess it was also mainly because of our styles didn't really work because at the time he was doing, I mean, he's a pop R&B. Um, musician like artist himself and he mm-hmm. like not only a producer songwriter but he's also an artist himself and so his music was sort of pop r&b and he was also doing some of like edm produ- production at the time and i was the music i was making back you know in 2018 or so i was doing a lot of like folk music ac- acoustic music not really you know electronic right kind of style which is what I, I love that and I love the experimental like just how unlimited it is and there's just so much that you can do with it there's really no limitations and so I've gotten into that now and that wasn't something I really got into until about last year and we just kind of got in contact through social media during the pandemic you know last summer in Toronto was pretty normal um, to an extent and so we have scheduled some in-person co-writes started writing together um, it was going really well, and I was really liking his production. He was really liking the songwriting. I started writing some music for his project, asked him if he would produce for for my project that I wanted to start, and that's just sort of how that happened. And now we, I see him pretty much every week for at the studio, and we, you know, we write for his music, we write and produce for my music, we, you know, we write pitches for other artists. So it's. Yeah, it's a really great um, collaboration that we've got going, and I've been really enjoying working with him. So, Chris Gray, if anyone that wants is to so do, cool. uh, check him out. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. You know, it's 90% of, and, and not just in music, but really in anything, you know, um, is, and it's so great when this happens, it's finding good people to work with. You know what I mean? That, that, um, people you can work with that gets what you're doing and you get what they're doing. And it's, you know, just great stuff happens because of that. Um, so cool. And I'm, I'm so, uh, so glad that, that, that you're at that point, you know, as an artist and whatnot, and, and you're meeting these, these cool people and, and getting the work done. Um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Exactly. 
Now, you uh, you said you started playing piano when you were a girl. Is that how you primarily write, uh, is with piano? Um, a lot of my music I write either on piano or guitar. I sort of am self-taught on guitar. I uh, picked up guitar when I was, like, 11. So a lot more lately has been with tracks, actually. Um, it's mm. something I've been doing a lot more. And a lot of the music that I did in the past was more written on piano and guitar, and I still love writing on piano and guitar, but I also find it easier to different to write music that's different from the stuff that you've already done by being right. able to add different sounds and different instruments in it that are not things that you necessarily play, but, you know, that you can make the sounds of. And then, you know, if you're going to replace them with real instruments later, even if it's like electronic sounds and like, you know, soundscaping and pads and stuff. So I'm really enjoying doing that lately. But I think I actually have, I don't remember this, but I think Numb, the new song was, I can't remember if it was written on piano or guitar, which is really funny because I think it starts, it starts on piano. So I think it might've been piano, right. but I also feel like it could have been guitar. So it could have been a guitar song because I have played it on guitar before. So that's awesome. I, that's, I'm not really sure. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool when that happens because that means it's such a part of you. You know what I mean? That it's, it's right there. Um, and, uh, you know, very, very cool. Well, let's play it. Let's play it. It's so people know what we're talking about. This is a fantastic track. I want to play and we will, we'll talk a little bit more about it. And I want to talk about the video as well. Cause that's kind of interesting. Um, I was reading a little bit of, uh, uh, notes, uh, that I have here on that. And, uh, that's cool. Here it is, everybody. This is Allegra Jordan. This is Numb. Check this out. I know it all feel well. It's so pretend. It's a tempting offer when you're looking to take off the edge. Memories fading dark this way in with the truth in the morning. Feel it all come back to you When the lights fall down And the volume gets higher When all the bare bodies drown in desire I'd be lying if I said I want to waste my time tonight
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. M I C H E L E A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Now, I mentioned the video for Numb. Um, kind of interesting. I have a little thing here. Uh, speaking from Pierre, they sent me the, all these cool little notes and everything. Uh, about the video, uh, this was a two-person shoot, right? I mean, normally there's a whole bunch of people with a video shoot. But with the pandemic, you guys had two people. 
you and someone else, yes. right? Well, me and the producer, Chris. He, um, he's a <laughs> great photographer, great videographer. We did everything That's a good together. Producer, man. <laughs> yeah, we did everything just the two of us. So nice. the whole the whole song, the whole video, other than you know the mastering, we also um, we just had you know my dad there on set and his mom there on set to also help out just carrying things. Um, and, you know, blowing up the balloons. But the whole directing, the editing, the filming, that was just the two of us, so. Nice, nice. Well, there you go, folks. And uh, shout out to Allegra's dad there, uh, you know, as the, the key <laughs> grip, the best boy on set. And, um, you know, making it happen. If he's listening. Making it happen. If he's listening. If he's, tell him thank you for blowing up that, balloons. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Hey, man, that's very important. That is very, very important. Um, well, that's very cool, man. Now, you're doing these, um, you're getting ready to, you're going to package all these singles uh, as, as you release them at the end of that journey as an EP. Um, when do you, and I know we're, we're promoting NUM right now, and we're, very all, we're all very excited for NUM, and I want everybody to go get it and, um, and pick that up. Uh, but as a fan of yours, I'm... Uh, I'm curious when, because I want to hear more. Um, I mean, I've listened to all the uh, the piano YouTube videos that you have on YouTube and everything. Um, <laughs> I did a deep dive Allegra YouTube uh, <laughs> rabbit hole this morning. And, uh, well, no, because it plays, you know, I was working on a painting and I, I put on them. And then it, I forgot it was on as I was working. And I was, I'm like, what is this? This is phenomenal. I think you had done a Coldplay cover or something. <laughs> It just kept cycling through, you know. I was like, wow, this is amazing. I don't even know what's on my YouTube anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was cool. It was very, very cool. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but what is the next single coming out? Um, next single, hopefully in the next couple months. Um, nice. We're aiming for the EP in the fall. That's that's what I will say. Oh, cool. The EP, the EP will be out in the fall for sure. Um, the next single has a date, but I don't want to confirm things yet. So I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah, don't. There will be, there will be at least two more singles. Not at least. There will be two more singles before the EP, but I'm not going to give dates yet just in case. But the EP will be out in the fall, and the two singles you will get before that. Nice. Nice. Well, that's good. That makes me happy because I'm going to talk to uh, Amanda and the fine folks over at Trend, and I definitely want you back on the show um, when that happens. So, and I want to hear it, you know, because you're really, really, uh, you're really good at what you do. (laughs) I like numb a lot. Thank you. I got to tell you. Numb is probably written about the type of person I was for the majority of my life, and um, it's kind of funny. I, I spent a couple decades in nightclubs, you know. I, I really did, and um, you know, I still have a lot of those friends. And they look at my social media and they're like, "Man, all you do is like write posts about your dog and your wife and your vegetable garden." You know, I remember when we were, you know, doing crazy stuff and. I'm like, yeah, I don't mind that. You know, I mean, that was great. But, you know, things change. 
I kind of got bored mm-hmm. with that life, you know. I, I wanted something more, uh, more of what I'm in in line with what I'm doing now. And uh, so now I can send them your video for Nam and say, this is where I'm at. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's that's where I'm at. So even somebody on, uh, you know, an old man like me can look and then get something out of it. Um, and that's good art. That is good art when, when different people can get something. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm very glad. I like I like that um, a lot of my songs have multiple meanings also. I'll, I'm I'm big on not necessarily giving away too much of the meaning for a lot of the songs, and that's something that with right. the rest of the EP is definitely something that will, and the next single for sure, are definitely things that I think people at first listen will question what it's about, and I think that there are multiple ways to interpret it, and I like that because I think that people can, you know, it, even for me actually, because Numb was written when I was 16 years old, and I'm 19 now, mm. so it's Three years oh, yeah. later, songs, songs have different meanings for me. And there's a lot of the songs in the EP are like that, where there's things that I wrote back, um, you know, a few years ago, and then I've changed, rewritten parts of it. And so some of it's about me and things that I went through back then, and some of it are things that I went through now. And um, so I think it's something that can relate to people at different points in their life, too. Not that 16 and 19 is that much that many years apart but oh that's a big difference it's it's also a time where you're growing up a lot and I think between 16 and 19 there is a lot of change in your life and um you know numb at 16 meant something totally different to me now at 19 and I think in a few more years from now it would be something totally different so yeah I'm glad that I'm glad that even you connect to it so that's, that's oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I will say this about people, you know, and people, I've heard this before, especially with younger artists, people say, oh, well, how can they write about love or heartbreak? You know, the person's 20 years old. They've never been through any of it, you know. And I'm like, look, you jaded SOB. First off, when you're that age, everything that happens is like turned up to 10, man. It is like super raw and emotional and, and uh, way more intense than when you're, you know, old and fizzle out. <laughs> it is so true. It is so, that first Absolutely. heartbreak, I don't know if you've been through that yet, Allegra. Oh, baby, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. My songs will answer that question. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Oh, baby. That is funny. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, you know, and the cool thing is, is, um, you know, we're, we we get to look forward to this. And we get to read kind of, you know, not everything's heartbreak either. You know, those first loves, that's intense, man. That is that kind of stuff. You know, the positive and the negative. It's all, when you're younger, it seems to me that it's, it's just more intense. And, um, that's just the way it's supposed to be, you know. That's just how it works. Very, very cool. Well, and I, I love the art design um, that you're going right now with your single releases and whatnot. Your press picks look amazing, and um, it's just all very. Uh, and the video is very cool for a two-person shoot. That really surprised me to uh, learn that. Uh, I thought that was very, very cool. So, yeah. Thank you. Even if it was born out of necessity. You know, it's still artsy as hell. So there you go. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> and somebody has a famous house now because uh, I don't know whose house you shot that at, uh, but their house is in a video now. How cool is that? You know they're going to tell that to everybody they know. Hey, you know, just yeah. check out this video. I should, I should contact My them. Kitchen. I should contact them and send them the video. <laughs> just, just you definitely should. You haven't yet? They've never oh seen God. the video. <laughs> Come on. They'll be showing that to everybody on the block. They'll be very, they'll become very grand, you know. Have watch parties at their house and everything. Yeah, she was sitting right there and throwing a balloon. It was amazing. Um, no, seriously, it'll be awesome. Very, very cool. Well, Allegra, it sounds like you really know what's going on, and you know you've got a good plan, and and the the, the work, the talent is there, and the work is there, and um, it's just very cool to see. Very exciting. Very inspiring. You know. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to tell you this uh, as we end the show, um, that uh, it's something you probably already know, but in case nobody's told you today, keep doing what you're doing. You're super good at it. <laughs> you know, seriously. That's the plan. And uh, very, very cool. I'm glad to hear that. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Allegra was uh, kind enough to uh, come on the show today, but she's a busy lady, you know. She's a busy gal. She's got lots going on. So uh, we're going to uh, wind things down. But this episode will be converted to a podcast, and it will be pushed out on all the various uh, social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on several hundred. Wherever you listen and download podcasts at, I can guarantee we're probably there, Um, whether it be, you know, Spotify, uh, Apple, the Google Podcast, whatever, iHeartRadio, we're on all that. So, you know, thanks for listening, and stay tuned. I'm off for this weekend. We've got a, uh, oh, man, everybody's a little worried down here in South Florida. we got this hurricane coming towards us, and we don't know. We're at that point now where we want to uh, be prepared for it and, and get everything tied down and whatnot, but we just don't know. They call it the cone of uncertainty. Isn't that lovely? Um, whether to do anything or not. So we're waiting and seeing. Chances are I'll probably panic and actually talk to you this weekend. That's what I'll be doing. Anyhow, I hope you guys will return. We're back on Monday. We've got a fantastic indie filmmaker on with us, a co-writer and director of a new Western thriller called Skinwalker. Very, very cool. We're going to be talking with him. Come Monday, and we will see you then. Go to AllegraJordan.com, and definitely wherever you buy digital music, pick up Numb. You're going to want to check that out. Thank you, Allegra. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Anytime, anytime. Talk to you soon. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.